0: Employee project towards enhancing transitions to graduate careers for non traditional students.
1: What have, we, what have we learned from employers? we had a couple of years puzzling this out, talking to them. What, what have we learned so far from, from the, the interviews with employers? Well, in Portugal, uh, we learned that the employers of all sectors public, private and third sector were consensual and pointing out some personal features and soft skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, readiness to work, uh, be available, honesty, uh, humility, responsibility, respect, dedication, uh, ability to manage stressful situations, good sense. So this is quite important for them and and there's a discussion on soft skills and hard skills and i think we do have to think about the consequences of this because if you you only valorize what are soft skills Mm -hmm. what are we doing in universities Uh, when it comes to poland what was very interesting for us uh, was to hear from the employers that the degree of course it's a necessity in many jobs especially in a Public sector or in a regulated professions, but what the employers are looking for these days when many graduates uh, are on the market, many people have uh, degrees, they're looking for what they call something special, extra something. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for the candidates with passions, with hobbies, uh, who can be dedicated, and these they find as a um, potentially good, uh, good, uh, good candidates for the workplace. So what they're saying, degree is not enough, it's a necessity, but you need to show more.
0: In the case of Spain, we find the same, but uh, some of these specific things that the uh, non-traditional graduates may have, uh, we found that they were interesting for some employers. Mm. In spite there were some discriminatory practices when recruiting graduates from higher education, for some employers we found that they really appreciate things that many non-traditional students have. For example, uh, those that have combined the, their studies with work, it means responsibility for, for mm-hmm. an employer. Or those who
1: come from an international background, it means that they may have some intercultural skills that they really appreciate. In, in the UK, I think,
2: um, particular situation in, in that we're looking at um, Warwick, which is an elite university, and what has come through is that um, employers have a perspective on universities and it's a hierarchical one. Mm-hmm. And so, at Warwick, it's only the top companies, the top big companies that um, will target universities like Warwick if they won't go to some of the other universities. And what they're after is what they consider to be the best um, graduates, which tend to be younger, middle class uh, students. Um, And they're looking for graduates that will fit the company, and um, have to go through uh, a long recruitment process. Yes, if we go to Sweden, I
0: think that uh, the employers we have been talking to have different views of what is really needed from students. They all talk about high academic skills, but some of them are really talking about that students should adapt to a different kind of organizational cultures, whilst others are really talking about bringing in new research, being developmental, things like that. So we haven't seen any patterns, actually, in what they are really searching for. But what they are talking about when it comes to non-traditional students is actually that they are aware of discriminatory practices concerning persons with other ethnicities and persons that that have disabilities that are visible. But they don't think about uh, discriminatory practices when it comes to age, which is really interesting. Uh, But that is also because there is a discrimination legislation uh, against that,
1: yeah. from an Irish perspective, I think um, employers want a great deal, but it is like other people have said, sectorally bound. Like it, it does depend on the type of business it is, the size it is, whether it's public sector, um, and these things have a bearing on, on what they they look for. There is like like our Portuguese and Polish colleagues, an emphasis on soft skills, on that little bit extra that passion or that commitment or even that, that sense of flexibility and, and that, that I think is in some senses um, quite troubling quite quite tricky because it, it can mean anything I think that's mm-hmm. sort of what Sandra was, was saying
2: it
0: can be very subjective then yeah. so it's yeah. impossible for the students or the candidates to prepare if you don't know yeah. that's je ne sais quoi factor. I would like, could I add something? Because I think it's interesting to see that employability is really coming out in the recruitment processes. So it's really about how they do and they recruit people. And from the Swedish perspective, we have identified four different recruitment practices. One is much based on the informal way of recruiting. You recruit friends or internally and people you know or a standardized one when you have a very firm process of how to handle different things through tests. And uh, and then we have two more, but both those uh, are problematic because the standardized process is not discriminatory as they describe it, but they don't get the persons they really need because it's a standardized process of bringing out standard persons, which is not very appropriate for non-traditional students either, I think.
1: Yeah. And, uh, maybe just to add to what I was saying earlier, I think specific skills and knowledge sets uh, do make a, a massive difference and, and it seems from the research we've done, not so much with employers but with students and graduates, that you know, certain types of degrees are very highly thought of after because of uh, skills shortages. Um, one other thing that might be worth keeping you know, in, in this discussion as well is that a lot of employers, they look for the degree almost, you know, that, that's a given, but they also look for specific types of work experience and placements, that's, that's very often a, a deciding factor.
2: Yeah. I wonder are we hearing anything, yeah. maybe John, you could say, something, uh, across
3: uh, the sixth, are we hearing commonalities, are we hearing kind of divergences in, in terms of employers? In terms of employers' expectations, um, there are some clear commonalities, and um, I suppose one of the questions from the perspective of the project is how far the different non-traditional groups of graduates are going to meet those expectations because some of them may, some groups may be very well placed to meet them, others may not. Um, so it is therefore, I suppose um, reasonable to, to conclude that uh, different strategies will be needed for each of the different groups and that one strategy won't fit all. But it's interesting as well, I think, to um, uh, uh, hear that the employer's expectations and uh, their um, uh, practices may be focused on recruiting traditional types of students, but for the project the challenge is how you change that, rather than simply to say, well, we know that employers have particular practices and these disadvantaged particular parts of the population. What we need to do is to say, how do you change it? The EMPLOY project
0: is funded by the European Union through Erasmus Plus and involves six partner universities from across Europe. For more information on the project, go to EMPLOY.DSW.EDU.PL or follow EMPLOY on Twitter at EMPLOY2016.